Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. doing right now, pause and show God your smile. You're standing in the presence of God Almighty, and while he has already told you many things, today he wants to tell you more. Get ready to hear what he has to say to you. Join us in this program, Promises, 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 as Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries takes us through Romans 4.21, which says, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised He was able also to perform. When I hear that verse, that what he has promised, he was able also to perform, that that just thrills me. As I believe it from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. One of my favorite songs I have sung my whole entire life in churches that I have gone to is Standing on the Promises of God. I believe that he said it. 
and that settles it. I believe that every word of his Bible is true. For I believe that when he said that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, that I have in my hands at this very moment, I wish you could see, I have in my hands the holy word of God. And that is the word was made flesh when Jesus came to earth. I don't fully understand all of that, but I believe it. I believe that when he said he would never leave me nor forsake me, that he meant it. And I can also tell you that he has stood by it. In my times of trouble in my life, when I was young and in high school, I got horribly hurt in an athletic accident. He was there. I didn't always cling to his unchanging hand, but he never let go of mine. When my father got mysteriously sick from a bite of a tick and I was 25 and my world was crashing around me, he was there. And just like an umbrella over top of me, he kept any of the stuff from hitting me. Years later, when my mother passed away and those few months before she passed away, when this paragon of virtue and this prayer warrior seemed to be struggling in ways that didn't seem in my mind that a Christian should have to suffer. He was there. And just when my faith would get to the point that I'd think it was almost exhausted because I would take my eyes off of who he was and see the trouble and the pain and the hurt around me, there he would. He would, sweep, he would just sweep in and hold me and pull me to his chest. When I began to see people in my ministry pass away and God's call on my life was to sit there and to hold their hand as he was preparing to take them home. He's always been there with me. The Bible also tells me that he'll save my soul and take me to heaven if I believe and receive his son. And I believe the Bible says that if we have faith just that of a little mustard seed, that we could say to this mountain, be thou moved, and it would move. And I've seen that happen so many times. You say, Kim, you've never moved a mountain. I've never moved an earthly mountain that way. I dug a few ditches and holes in my yard, and it sometimes felt like it was a mountain. But you're right, I haven't done that. But I've had obstacles come into my life and I thought, there's no way I can get around them. I certainly can't get under them. What am I going to do? And I would begin to pray to an almighty God who is ever listening. And I would begin to talk to him and pour my heart out about what this was. And I would ask him for an understanding of what it was I needed to do and where I needed to put my next foot and how I needed to proceed. Sometimes he would stay be, to say, be still and know that I'm God. And I would follow and sure enough, the mountain was removed. I know that he also told me that that which he has begun in me, he'd perform it to the end of the day when he took me home. And I see that every day. You see, from a really early age, I began to read his word and my parents began to unfold them in front of me. I began to memorize his scriptures and the Holy Spirit would keep them tucked in my heart and in my mind and just like the Bible says, when I had need of them, he'd bring them to my remembrance, and he still does. 
And my parents would talk to me about what it was like to sit in the presence of God when you pray and to meditate upon his word day and night. And they would tell me what it was like to have the high calling of God upon their life. And when you have it on your life that you, you have to draw even closer and that his promise was, if you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. And days in and days out and weeks in and weeks out and years have passed. And one day the calling came. One day he made me understand that all of that study that I thought I was doing just so I would have that wonderful personal relationship with Christ that was so special and unique in my mind. He was going to call for me to share it with others. And I would say to him, because I grew up in an area where being a young woman, that wasn't going to be looked upon as something that should be done because their interpretation of the scriptures was such that a woman should not divulge the word of God. And so I would begin to pray with him and I would say, Lord, you know, I guess I thought he didn't understand. And I would begin to tell him all the reasons why I couldn't do what I thought he was calling me to do. And so I listened to some around me. I promise you it wasn't my mom or dad, but I listened to some around me and I hesitated on that call. I hesitated on the promise that follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I hesitated on the promise that he said, where I lead you, I'll take care of you. I hesitated on the promises that he said, if you'll just trust and obey, I'll lead the way. But one day I just couldn't hesitate anymore. And I said, okay, Lord, you open the door and I'll walk through. And he reminded me something that I've never forgotten to this day. He reminded me that he is the door. And when he says go, I'm going to go. And when he says speak, I'm going to speak. And then he began to show me all sorts of promises in his word. And he showed me all sorts of things in the Bible where I'd seen where people who were females had done amazing things for Christ. And then my heart settled upon his promise to go into all the world and teach and preach the gospel. And through the incredible blessing of an internet, I get to do that. Not because it was what I wanted to do, because he wanted me to do it. And every day I get up and I put on my faith and I renew my strength in him and I just follow because I can trust his promise. I remember that he said that he would give wisdom to those who ask and every day I pray for wisdom. I remember his promise that he said I could do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me and each and every assignment he gives me I try very hard to do it in his strength and I step away from anything that I might add to it because truly I don't have the answers I just know the one that does and so it's always been interesting to me that he's called me to every assignment in something that I was very very unqualified for by man's standards and it took me a while to figure out what that probably was and that's because if I was doing something I was good at I probably wouldn't consult him for what he wanted 
but because he calls me to things that I feel inadequate to do. I am seeking him every moment and every second for his guidance, his strength, and his help. It is my prayer that my life exhibits his promises. And these are just a few small examples that I've given you of the promises that God has given me. But I want you to turn into Romans chapter 4 and verses 20 and 21. And he says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was also able to perform. You see, if you can't trust God in those so-called small promises, how in the world can you possibly trust him to take you to a world you've never seen? You see, I have to believe every word because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is real. I believe that Jesus walked on this earth and I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary and that his perfect sinless blood paid my penalty for sin. And I believe there was a borrowed tomb that he went in. And I believe on that third and glorious morning that the stone was rolled away and that he had resurrected from the dead. I believe that he placed the Holy Spirit inside of me that I might be comforted and that would teach me his will and his way if I would just diligently seek him and pray. I believe that he said that I'm to go about doing good as he did in Acts. I believe that he said that I am to love my brother and that my brother just isn't blood relation, but it's whom God puts in my life. I believe when he said that he's coming again. I believe when he said, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. And I believe that so strongly that I want all those that I know, all that I can possibly influence or I can affect to understand and motivate to understand who Christ is. I want them to know him like I know him. And I want them to be able to rest in his promises so they can go through this life with a peace that passeth understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory. His promises aren't just words on a white page. They're the truth by which we can live. They are the means by which we can have the life that he promised, which is an abundant life. They are the words that give us our marching orders every day. And they're the words that will allow us to have the peace when we pillow our head at night. They are the words that will motivate us to be the people that we're supposed to be, that God may be glorified in us. Those promises are not empty words. They're the fulfillment of Christ in us when we turn our life over to him and allow him to have full reign in our hearts and our lives. Oh, read his promises. They're true and they're written just for you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. 
Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl.